we've all had those conversations. You know, the ones in the car trip on the way home from the movies, catching up at the local cafe after an awesome weekend, or an even crazier week at work. Those conversations run laps in our heads, well after the coffee cup's empty and everyone's back home. But not everyone gets to be involved in those moments. Not everyone shares in the banter. So this podcast aims to capture some of those discussions, let you share in the chat, and hopefully provoke some extra thoughts along the way. We'll debrief some of the happenings in our lives, bounce around newfound theories, or even just discuss what awesome lessons God's been teaching us recently. So tune in, make yourself comfy, and let's chat. What kind of thoughts stem from from your experience? Yeah, I don't know what it is about it. It's uh, just it's therapeutic. Yeah, it's absolutely. I know it's real good. G'day. This episode, we'll be catching up with Bart, fresh off an Easter break, and he's keen to let us all in on the historical digging he's been doing into Hebrews, who wrote it, and we'll even get into some movie reviews. But later in the episode, we'll also get to hear from Matt as we debrief following a huge week at a camp for young teenage guys, courtesy of Scripture Union. So what are you reading at the moment? What am I reading? I'm working away through Hebrews. Uh, I have to say, I've probably taken a bit of a break this this Easter because we're focusing on a lot of Matthew and talking about the resurrection. Weird. Did that happen? Uh, you know? Right so, this weekend? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, Hebrews is one thing I'm trying to work through. Not just, you know, reading it off the text, but really getting a grasp of history. You know? Have you got any gems that you've stumbled across? Like, a bit of insight that you yet. could offer? I'm, I'm really at the start of it, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I know it gets real good further on we go. <laughs> But one gem, I guess you probably don't pay attention to, is, is the, uh, the the question of who wrote Hebrews. Now that was one I went right, on right. a bit of a wild goose chase on. And the theory still is that it's either Paul or Barnabas, um, because Paul was writing to people who were, you know, the Hebrews, right? Mm-hmm. They were not not a fan of Paul's new ways. I think you got a good one here. Yeah, and uh, and so he would he would often omit his name. I think well, not often. I think in the book of Hebrews he omitted his name. Barnabas would oh, no Paul. Yeah, I think he, his name was not really included at the start there, just so these people would read the letter and then get yeah. the message. You know? So there's interesting thoughts behind what's going behind the uh, yeah these writers. Absolutely. On a side note, yeah, you heard of that new movie, The Apostle Paul, out in no. cinemas? No. Yeah, well, we went and watched that. It's about the writing of the Book of Acts. Really? Plots all over the place. But yeah. you feel like that would make a good movie. Like you feel. Oh yeah. Like the the really the plot the plot there is is made for Hollywood. Well, this this was impressive. It's probably one of the good gems out there. It's definitely worth a watch. So how can we watch it? Is it just on Netflix? It's in the cinemas right now. Oh, in the cinemas. Yeah. And uh, it's not look, it's not really a rewatchable kind of movie. I mean, it's, it's one and done. Slow. You reckon one, one and one done and done? Absolutely. But I reckon it'll give you a good perspective on the guys. You know, Do you time. reckon you should go through acts before you watch it? Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. Must not skip the 
swear to God, yeah, these are just movies. <laughs> they're, you know. So this is this is this just holds to the theory yeah. that the book is always better than the movie. Well, this this isn't about like the straight book of Acts. It's a bit of the story behind what was maybe happening uh, in the context of how the book of Acts came about. All right, right. It's there's a lot of fictional liberties here, but you know, the, you spend half the time if you're a good. Uh, a good Christian nerd, <laughs> you might be thinking, well, Paul says a lot of things in this movie. Which book is he quoting? Because he would quote left, right, oh. center from Corinthian, you know? Yeah, and they, they piece it all together. So it's not it's not a, a movie per se that's like, it's about the actual scripture specifically. Right. But it's trying to tell a bit of a story of, you know, it's a thought-provoking movie. Thought-provoking? Yeah, it really so gets you to think. What kind of thoughts stemmed from, from your experience watching it? Well, I think it really uh, humanizes Paul. You know, we sort of think, it was, I'd love to have dinner with this Paul guy, but I'm not too sure now. <laughs> uh, that's another question, the old, you know, who would you rather have dinner with out of anyone in history? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, Paul is, um, he's, he's a lot like us, very flawed, yeah. you know. And they had an interesting theory of Paul's thorn in the flesh, too. Really? They theorize that perhaps Paul's thorn in the flesh was torment of his previous life prior to the road to Damascus was Paul Paul was a brutal man he yeah, was yeah. executing the early church and so after the conversion I guess it must be imagined the, the pain Paul would have had to deal with absolutely having known that he's executed a lot of these friends and the brethren Sure. Well, you know, where there's sin, grace abounds, right? <laughs> Thanks for bringing us to some truth there at the end. Gents Camp is a holiday camp specifically for teenage guys in high school. A frenetic week filled with tribal warfare, smack talk, and sharing of the gospel, Matt and I spent the week helping lead separate tribes at Gents Camp, and we decided we just had to get together and cover what was an absolutely massive six days. So, here it is. This is Jazz Camp Bravo 2018. Oh! <laughs> 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 Dude, I swear if I hear another chance. Um, essentially, Jens Camp, okay, how would you describe it? Let's say it's ages 12 to kind of... 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mid-high school. Leaders yeah. are kind of uh, late high school or older. Yeah. And... Um, just the goal is to get a bunch of blokes together and share the gospel in amongst some full-on activities. Yeah. No, they're fun. They, they are fun. We had torrential rain for the first yeah. two, three yes. days. Yes. And, we did. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you win some of so. That's right. How did you find the, uh, the kind of Christian centre of the camp? Because I've never been on a Christian camp. Yeah, so this was either. It was a bit bizarre having your first Christian camp where you're also leading. Yeah. Like, it was a bit surreal. It really was. Surreal is quite the word for it. Yeah. I agree. I mean, day one we get there, there's no, no kids, right? So, it was just prep, getting an understanding of what's going on. The calm before the storm. Oh, as wasn't they it? Say. How good was we just had worship around a campfire with a bunch of Christian young adults. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, man. I was like, a like, week of that. Give me yeah, a week yeah. of that. We had like 
conversations with like, didn't we? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, runs through to Germany highlight conversations. Like, I kind of we spoke about it. Highlight conversations um, with the kids. We did have like this thing called spit, yeah, yeah. spiritual input time. And we'd have small groups and we talk about sin and Jesus and the cross and rejection and God's acceptance because of Jesus' rejection. So the theme That's of the whole so week cool. was chosen, hey? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is really the first time they've ever heard the gospel. Specifically, like I mean, you mean like the complete spectrum. I mean, we had in my particular tribe, which you know, which, great name, yes, great name. but uh, and champions, <laughs> champions of the camp of the world. Okay, <laughs> all right, you've made me <laughs> right. Four days we spent in the bottom two. We were the laughing stock of the camp. <laughs> I didn't uh, want to say it. Anyway, uh, anyway so. We won thanks to an unbelievable system of like a point scoring system that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like it makes sense for the first four days. Oh yeah. You compete for points. Yeah. And then the second last day they just decide they've all ripped points <laughs> off you. Like there's no tomorrow. And uh, because we were deemed as such a little threat, two water bombs were thrown at us in an entire activity. <laughs> two. That's how little people can. It was like compared to what was he? 76. 76. <laughs> We'd start the day with a leaders meeting at kind of 6.30 and try and comprehend what, what sort of hurricane we were jumping into. But it really, that leaders meeting started with some encouragement, which was awesome. It was the other leaders encouraging each other in what we saw was going really well. and uh, That was great. Oh, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. our kids had a really tough week in my tribe. Yeah. I mean, we were filled with really young guys who hadn't been exposed to the word much. They didn't really understand any of the definitions that we were trying to talk about. So a lot of the questions revolved around, like, have you... They revolved around reflecting on a skit that was being played, yeah. which was... Do you reckon they were all kind of in sequence or broke definitely separate? Um, there was an underlying theme which tied them all together. Yeah. And that was, like, rejection. Like, we all, in some, to some degree, have felt rejection. And, like, every all the kids I spoke to really related to it pretty well. Like, I mean, these kids come from a spectrum of... And they're early high school. Like, I don't know yeah. what kid has an experience of rejection in early high school. Yeah. It is. It's prime yeah. time. Yeah. That's it. Our group only had a couple of people that kind of knew of God and, and knew the full message. Kind of had the understanding of, yep, yeah, oh, all right, I think there's a God. But what does it mean? What does, yeah. uh, what does God mean when you add in Jesus Christ, when you add in the message of Easter, when you add in... Christmas is yes. like I, I had to explain what Christmas and Easter to my group, really? to, to my group which is <laughs> probably, that's probably not even a rare thing anymore because you celebrate the event you don't recognise the event do you know what I mean that's yeah. kind of where I feel like yeah like you celebrate the holiday that yeah that's exactly right but not the event 
thank you, Lord, for the day off, not for, you know, yeah, dying, dying and or sparing us from yeah. an eternal separation from you in yeah. eternity. Amen. Oh, I, I just got me thinking, you know, how there was a lot of grace in you being winners. A lot, of, a lot of grace, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were shown, we were kind of redeemed us, it was a redeeming grace, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, do you think there was a bit of pity mixed in? But the, like, but regardless of that, do you Why'd think... Where'd your next sentence very yeah. carefully? Yeah, <laughs> I think theologically what I'm trying to say is with God's grace, we mixed in a little bit of pity, just being like, oh man, so broken. And the pity's probably dialed up if you love someone, do you know what I mean? Like... It's just, it's almost, like, I ha- I can't sit and watch you burn. Like, yeah, that's you know so I mean? true, actually. Which is, is that pity? I, I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. great, whatever it is. Yeah. And that, I've been humbled an unbelievable amount of times this week. Like, an unbelievable amount of times. Mm. Just, yes, Lord. But it's five days and your patience runs out so soon, you just go, wow, the amount of times I'm essentially a savage to a 12-year-old. It's like, oh, God, change my heart. Like, this, this is not a good heart. Oh, dude, yes. I mean, tell me about the guys in your tribe. Did you have any? Where were they, where were yeah. they kind of at coming in? And it, was a, it was quite a spectrum. Yeah. There was a kid coming in. He was one of those like sheltered Christian kids, like knew all the right answers, like been exposed to the gospel his whole life, and you know it was a glimmer, hint of self righteousness. Oh. When you said glimmer, I was thinking positive things. No, <laughs> he was pretty arrogant. He knew the answers. Yeah. And, and then he knew the he other knew the answers. Yeah. yeah. And the other kids did not. There was another kid. Spending time with him was oh. probably one of the most sanctifying things I've ever experienced. I feel like you're I, I had a young young guy. Yeah, but it was sanctifying. Yeah. yeah. The Lord was working. Do you think he actually enjoyed Jen's camp? Yes, I think he enjoyed Jen's camp. The message, maybe. Like, when we were having discussions, he would... I'd just be like, so what do you enjoy about the skit? He'd be like, everything. And I'd be like, what specifically? And he's like, um, the rejection. I'm like, did you, rela- did you relate? And he just, like, looks around and looks at me, he's like, Yes. <laughs> just like, uh. Uh, yeah. And then he comes out and just like, I hate being asked questions. Like, well, I mean, you're not going to enjoy this time. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it is specifically my job. Like, no offense, but I've been yeah. given specific instructions to ask you all the questions. Yeah. It's like, I have a list in front of me of questions in, to ask you. In fact, we, we split into smaller groups. So <laughs> yeah. that the, the person per question shrinks. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. difficult. I mean, yeah, our cross-examination. So, yeah, they, they call the spiritual input, and yeah. then at night, 
you'd have cross-examination where yeah. you'd try and break down, you'd have two skits a day, break down the second skit and try and piece it a bit more together as well as a bit of a recap of the day. Yeah. I had not one single successful cross-examination. Oh, really? Not one. By 10.30 at night, when you have done That's insane. 14 activities, yeah. my group was unbelievably broken. To the point where if you tried to have a conversation with them, they were just not even functioning. I feel like this week, it's like, you know, sting brands like to use, it's like, if there's an open water bottle on the table, and then you knock it over, what's going to come out? It's water. What if it was filled with petrol? Well, petrol would come out, wouldn't it? I feel like someone knocked my bottle over and just kept, like, <laughs> stomping on it, you know? And then just all this, like, petrol is coming out. Or just like duck gooey stuff. That was oil. Oil, yeah, yeah. Let's go with oil. And yeah, my bottle's pretty beaten. Dude. I have a mess. My gauges are in reserves. And you catch yourself out then. Yeah. But I feel like what the five days kind of did was accelerate a process that we experience in like other parts of life. Like yeah. when it gets to exams. Or yeah, when you have like a long period trying to deal with troublesome people, yeah. trying to work through issues like that, it just bottles it and crams it into such a short period that you can accelerate it and get this feeling after five days instead of after like a long time. Yeah. Because this just kind of reminds me of when I'm really bad at getting rest and like what rest looks like. Prioritizing. Yeah. I was actually saying this to one of the other leaders in, in my truck. He, he usually reckons he gets about half an hour in the word every day, like at least, and he just feels like he couldn't do that at camp and it was blowing his mind. And I was like, bro, I was stoked. I was getting about seven and a half minutes in um, a day, but yeah, but it was on. Like, it was happening every day. Yeah. Whereas, kind of the way my priorities fall sometimes, if things get really busy. I'd rather burn both ends of the candlestick at work or trying to fit in other... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Go to church groups in the evening, training for something. Yeah. But I'll... If I get rushed for breakfast, I'll definitely just drop my time. Yeah. Time in the world, which I'd usually do. It's just like, yeah. why? why? Why would I think that? So this week was really like uh, it stressed the importance of it. Yeah. And the fact it is a priority because it equips you so well. It just yeah, like it just suit, it puts you at a peace because well, what did Camp Dad? Oh, also Camp Dad, great concept. Great, yeah. great concept. It really is. Essentially, an older bloke on camp. Who is everyone's dad for the duration of camp? He looks after the medication distribution. Yeah. Kids come to him with issues. Mm-hmm. He can kind of distinguish from daily devotional for the leaders. I love that. Oh, he was yes. all gold too. He was so solid, man. Like so solid. Yeah. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. The thing that drove me wild was when he was like, 
I mean, I can't remember the exact analogy he used. It was pretty vague, and I was like, I was not really with it. And yeah. then, he, then he got to the truth and was like, yeah. but what, what that means is, yeah. so he was like, and he goes, let me tell you. And he goes, right, the key here is you've got to be right with yourself and your, your own relationship with God before you can possibly have anything to offer other people. It's like, are you right with God? Yeah. Now, um, it's it's six six thirty six forty in the morning. Yeah. Okay, like this this is hard hitting. It's so good because you're about to spend a day with kids that potentially aren't going to follow a single instruction um, for fifteen hours. Fifteen hours, sixteen. Oh yeah, sorry. Those days were very long. Yeah, but seventeen. Actually. I didn't get to bed before 11.30 once. Yeah. Yeah. But that that sticks with you because it's like, all right, yes, this is a Christian camp where we're spending time with kids and guys to really stress the importance of the gospel. But what about life? Yeah. Am I kind of going, oh, I've got to be right with my boss first. Oh, I've got to make sure my I feel comfortable with my uni. Yeah. Oh. I really want to make sure that people at the church think that I help out and have a servant heart. But am I actually right with God? I call myself out so many times being like, this is what a good leader would do. Yeah. Then I realized when that fell over, usually oh. I was like, okay, okay, how did Jesus lead a collection of uneducated disciples? Yeah. Oh, gosh dang it, Charlie, stop talking. Because <laughs> Camp Dad, I had the greatest conversation with him where I was like, you know, it's pretty ironic that we forget that Jesus has a great template for essentially every situation. So, yeah. And we just don't see the application. We go, okay, oh, yeah, this is so true. The patience. The patience. Yeah, it's like. In fact, you have to tell, you have to tell them everything so many times. Oh, dude, it's insane. It's like, okay. I feel like Jesus like preached the gospel to his disciples so many times he's like I will die and I will rise again and then he's about to get captured and Peter's just like taking out this knife and killing people and he's just like okay Peter let's just go through this one more time this has to happen yeah <laughs> and I'm just like just like okay man but that's it hey like it's you discuss it in groups and the, you kind of get this uh huh uh-huh. Yeah. You go, you kind of go beside them later on. You're like, do you, what did you really think about this? What did you, did you really comprehend this? And they're like, look, to be honest, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and then we, we, because we don't have perfect patience, because we, we don't demonstrate grace. No, we don't. We go, gosh, why won't you just listen to me? I got this kid in my dorm. A few things going on, you know. Cool. Yeah, he's been on the um, autism spectrum, yep. and um, he's got a number of other disabilities that are of the mind. And like, it was good. Like, we we have we'd start a small group, and then he'd like. He'd talk 
and then he like I'd ask him a question and he he like kind of answer it and then he just keep talking you know and just keep talking and then he just go off on this tangent and just and I'm just like, just like okay when do I like jump in here and bring it back you know but dude so encouraging at the beginning of the week he was like yeah no I believe in reincarnation I'm like oh, okay why is that what is this based on just like just trying to see if some philosophical or logical like discussion <laughs> at the end of the week like literally this morning at spit time he was just like I think I'm becoming more Christian than reincarnation I'm just like dude yes and then he just like can I grab a Bible? And I'm just like, dude, yes. <laughs> oh, praise God. And I mean, I sometimes I think that the Bible's going to be too hard to digest for a, for a kid. Yeah. Which is just the dumbest concept. Yeah. That's that that's essentially me going, oh, but I know what the kid needs yeah. to hear. It's ridiculous. Because yeah. I didn't understand what was going on in my faith until I was way older. Yeah. Because someone decided not to explain it to me, but to sit me down and go, we're going to read the Word. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's it, exactly. And it wasn't the fact that I was older that it worked, it was the fact that it was the Word yeah. that it worked. That's, that's pretty funny. That's it, man. The Word of God is not bound. No, no. It will accomplish that for which it was purposed. Uh, like in summary though I think the week was it was a valuable experience it was so hard it was difficult I, for the majority of the time yeah and about 80% of the time I'd say an eighth seven eighths yeah something. but um uh, that, that's a Jets camp joke we do no fractions yeah um, but yeah. we can talk about the other things about gents because there's a lot that happens in between spiritual input and discussing things yeah. I mean overall yeah. realistically when it starts I was like what is going on yeah. by the end you go okay it built really strongly and yeah. the input and the direction yeah. was all headed one way trying to get people to understand the gospel and then make a first time commitment and, and pray for God's spirit to change their hearts and uh, look there's no no yeah. other way to say it that's bloody brilliant yeah I am thankful honestly thankful to God for the experience the opportunity but I'm gonna be honest man since the first day I've been looking forward to today I am to going so keen it's getting a bit dark. We'll cut yeah. this off, but yeah. it's been a pleasure debriefing with you and then camping with you for the week, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>